Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Hello, friend. Welcome to Balanced Black Girl. My name is Les. I am your host, and I appreciate you tuning in today. So this month, we're talking all about leveling up breaking through plateaus, getting out of a rut because it happens to the best of us. So far in this series, I've talked about one of my most successful attempts at getting out of a rut in my 25 by 25 experience. So make sure you check that episode out if you haven't already. But this time I'm going to talk about how to get back on track after you've fallen off. Now, this is a time of year where things start getting a little tricky. At the beginning of the year, we reframe the reset. We usually have all of this momentum around our goals and we're excited and we're going to work out and we're going to read and we're going to do all these things. And then we get to about spring, which is where we are now. And it is like goals where? (laughs) Vision board where? (laughs) Word of the year where we lose sight of it because life be lifing and and that's okay. And when you're ready to get back on track, then I'll be here to help you get back there. So getting off track is not a sign of failure. It doesn't mean that you're doing anything wrong or that you lack discipline or that you lack motivation or that you can't do the things. It often just means what you're trying to do or the routines that you're trying to follow no longer fit who you are now. Like what was once serving you isn't serving who you currently are. So let's talk about what to do when you feel like you've gotten off track a little bit. And I can speak from experience. I'm not the most like on my game wellness wise right now. I will be totally honest. And so I'm also going to be taking some of this advice. So the first step to getting back on track is really understanding where things went left. What has gotten you off track? Did work pick up? Did something happen in your family? Are you experiencing some hormonal changes? It's some health stuff happening that's impacting you. Are you experiencing stress from a specific source? Or sometimes good stuff can get us back off track, like enter a new relationship and you're finding your groove with that. Are you like really hot girl? You're really kicking it and going out with your friends and having a great time. And so it's maybe making that morning routine a little bit harder to stick to. Things that get us off track don't have to be bad, but in order to really get back on track, you need to understand where you were veering off course. 
Uh, Often we get off track when our needs change and when we try to meet our needs with ways that no longer work. That's usually where the disconnect happens. So for a while, if waking up to read and meditate and work out super early was your jam and it felt good, and now maybe that's not working for you anymore, maybe you entered a new relationship or you moved in with a new partner and like that doesn't jive with sharing your space and your life with someone else, that doesn't mean that you need to beat yourself up. Uh, That doesn't mean that you're unmotivated. That doesn't mean that you need to resent the other person who is probably like, just existing, but like existing with you, it means that it's time to find a new routine. It's time to find something else that works because what you were doing before was for a prior version of you and you need to find what works for the current version of you. So when you know what no longer works for your present self, that can point you towards what will work for you where you are now. Maybe that means doing more. Maybe that means doing less. What is going to serve you when you're in a state of grief is going to be entirely different than what is going to serve you when you're in a state of joy. So beating yourself up if something's not working is really counterproductive because what you likely need is a lot more care and nourishment and softness in that moment. So if you're having a hard time or going through it thinking, oh, why can't I get my mindset together? Why can't I get this workout in? Why can't I whatever is not going to help you. I want you to pause. I want you to take a breath. And I want you to realize that what you probably need most right now is grace. Now, when a lot of people think of balance, I think they think of equilibrium. So when people say balance doesn't exist, that's what they're talking about. They're like, everything can't have 100% at once. And I'm like... Absolutely agree. That's math. But that's also not necessarily what balance is, at least not to me. I actually think that balance is learning how to flow and adjust based on what you need. It's understanding that your needs are going to fluctuate and change and being ready to meet those needs as they fluctuate and change. So if you're in a space where your old routines aren't working for you or aren't serving you, let's go back to the drawing board. I've had recent conversations with two friends who literally said the exact same thing. I was like, there's a lesson here. They both said that they're in a season where they're learning to meet people where they're at. And I think this is often with relationships and friendships and family where we have these expectations that we want people to meet and they may not be able to meet them. And what does that look like? And that's a beautiful lesson. But I also think that there's something to meeting yourself where you're at. And I think sometimes we're so much more likely to extend grace to other people because we want to meet them where they're at, that we don't stop to meet ourselves where we're at. We set these big goals that are nowhere near where we are, and then we wonder why they don't work or we wonder why we lose sight of them by spring. It's because we have to meet ourselves where we are. So if we're feeling like we're a little bit off track from our intentions and from our goals, or maybe not a little, maybe we're like a lot off track. I don't know. It happens. That's a sign that we need to meet ourselves where we are. So shooting, shaming, and abandoning yourself is not going to help you level up or get back on track. But taking steady steps from where you currently are is. So get clear on where you're at. Get clear on what isn't working for you and why it isn't working for you. So if work is wild and it's stressing you out, so like meal prep and cooking healthy food at the end of the night is just not happening, okay, take the pressure off yourself to do that. That's good to know. 
right? Don't beat yourself up for getting takeout and for not cooking and not grocery shopping healthy meals. That's not going to get you anywhere. You need to find an alternative solution that is going to work for where you currently are. So if meal prepping healthy food is not where you currently are, forget about it. Don't do it, right? Still have your takeout, but maybe make sure you like have a vegetable with your meal and then actually eat the vegetable. (laughs) Or Find a meal delivery service or a grocery service that's going to drop off healthy food that you can just eat that's already prepped and then you don't have to think about it, right? Stop shaming yourself if solutions that worked for your past self aren't working today and find some solutions that will work for you right now. So to recap, step one is taking stock of where you currently are, understanding what got you off track, and to start thinking about solutions that are going to be adequate for where you currently are. Taking a quick break from today's episode, I've talked a bit about how I've been an anxious girly lately, and one of the most helpful things I do when I'm feeling that way is reducing my caffeine intake. I've been replacing my morning coffee with Mudwater's Cacao Rice Blend, and it helps me feel energized and focused without giving me the jitters or making me feel more anxious. Mudwater is a coffee alternative with four adaptogenic mushrooms and Ayurvedic herbs that has way less caffeine than coffee, and it has incredible ingredients, each serving its own purpose. It has cacao and chai for a boost of energy, lion's mane to support focus, cordyceps to support physical performance, chaga and reishi for immune support, and cinnamon for antioxidants. So I like to blend my mud water with some hot water, a touch of sweetener and the mud water creamer, which has coconut milk and MCT powder. It gives me so much energy, no crash, and is the perfect addition to my morning ritual. So I recommend grabbing a starter kit from their website with your favorite blend so that you have everything you need to create your new ritual. To try it, go to mudwater.com slash balanced. That's spelled M-U-D wtr.com slash balanced to support the show and use the code balanced for 15% off. Again, that's mudwtr.com slash balanced to get 15% off your order. Step two is to revisit your goals. Maybe that's revisiting your goals from the beginning of the year or from whenever it was the last time that you set some intentions. It can be so easy to start the year setting intentions and making the Pinterest boards and then put those intentions in a notebook and then that notebook collects dust and then you haven't logged on to Pinterest since January when you made the board (laughs) and you were pinning the things and you forget all about the intentions and they're long gone right? Revisiting is how we get to where we want to be. Visibility into our goals is how we actually achieve them and work towards them. So revisit, refamiliarize yourself with the things that you wanted to do. So whatever notebook you were using at the beginning of the year, go grab it, dust off the vision board, go find the password to your Pinterest, and don't judge yourself if you haven't made progress on everything you set out to do. One, the year is still young. Two, it's okay if you don't get to everything all the time. Like I talked about in my episode about making a 25 by 25 list, I had a 50% success rate. (laughs) And that's great. Like maybe not if it was a score on a test, but in life, getting to like half of the things that you really wanted to do is going to still put you so much further ahead than if you did nothing. 
So it's okay if you don't reach 100% of your goals or if you aren't currently working towards 100% of your goals. Like some of those goals for my 25 by 25, I didn't reach till I was 30. And some of them, some of those things, I feel like I'm still working on now at 33. Don't underestimate how much you can do in a year, but also don't overestimate how much you can do in a year. And keeping visibility will help you really keep track and keep a pulse on what it is that you can do and where you can make those moves. So the intention here isn't to shame yourself for what you're not doing. It's to make sure that those goals and intentions still resonate. So do they still make sense? Is that goal for you or is it for someone else? Because someone else wants you to do the thing or because you are really thinking about what someone else will think if you achieve that goal. Is it for approval? Is it because it's what you truly want? Is it maybe something that younger you wanted that current you doesn't really care that much about? Check in and see if those goals are still even resonating because sometimes when we fall off track, it's because we're not really invested in the intention anymore. And that's okay. If you're not invested in it anymore, let it go. (laughs) Let it go to create space for something that is going to be meaningful for you and that you are going to be invested in. So what is the feeling that you're looking for with the goals that you set out to achieve? If you have a goal to get in shape, to work out more, why? What is that going to do for you? Is it because you want to feel strong or have more energy? Get really clear on that. Get really clear and make that benefit sound so juicy and enticing that you are so excited to chase after it. If it's a career goal, again, what is the feeling that you're looking for? Is there a certain skill that you want to build to qualify for a promotion or a new opportunity? Are you like, I'm just trying to chase my bag and I'm really looking for the security that comes from having more money? Do you want to feel more capable and confident in your skills? Like the best way to determine if a goal still resonates with you is if the feeling that reaching that goal provides still resonates for you. The goal shouldn't be what we're chasing. The feeling should be what we're chasing. Because how many times have we also reached a goal and then we get there and we're like, "Mm, whatever, I still still don't feel that great. (laughs) It's because we're not connecting our feelings to our intentions. So when you're focused on the feeling that you want to have as opposed to the thing that you want to check off, it can be really, really powerful and a really helpful motivator to help you get back on track. Also, oftentimes when we get off track with our goals, it's because we feel overwhelmed. We do too much at once and then we do nothing at all. Because in January, we get a little overzealous. It's like new year, new me. I'm that girl, my soft life. And that can be really hard to maintain. We have good momentum for a little bit, but then life starts lifing and then it goes out the window. So now that it's spring, you have fresh eyes. You can revisit that list of intentions and goals you set at the beginning of the year and say, okay, what actually makes sense? What is actually doable for me in this moment when I don't have those rose-colored new year, new me glasses on where I think that I can achieve 97 things in a year? Not to say that you can't, but to say that that might be a little hard. Now that you have fresh spring eyes, you've had a few months of life lifing, you can go back, look at your goals and take a really realistic view of what's ahead of you. You can cut away some of those things that don't resonate so that that overwhelm doesn't prevent you from reaching some of the things that are going to be meaningful for you. 
So recapping our first two steps here that are helping us uh, get back on track after we've fallen off. First, we've gotten super clear on what got us off track. What is it that's hard for us to maintain? Did we get thrown off of our game? Is there something outside of ourselves that we've had to address? We understand what that is. We understand how it's impacted us. And then next, we revisit our goals. We've released the ones that are no longer serving us. And we've focused our energy on our highest priority or intention that aligns with how we truly want to feel. And putting them together, we're making sure that we're doing that in a way that we're meeting ourselves where we're at. Now, let's move on to step three, which is getting back to taking action. I know we did a lot before we got here, and that's what it means to level up and to set yourself up for success. Oftentimes, if we are maybe off track, we want to jump straight to action and then we wonder why we don't stick with it. And it's because we haven't done the inner work to really reflect on what the right actions are to take. So because we started with understanding what threw us off our game to begin with, and we have refocused and reprioritized which goals are actually meaningful for us, which behaviors, which habits do we actually need to maintain right now, that is going to give us so much more direction when it's time to take action and we're going to be so much more likely to stick with it. Otherwise, it's getting hamster on a wheel. <laughs> if we're if we're going without intention, you're moving but you're not getting anywhere. If you listen to this podcast, you know that I'm a big advocate for having hobbies and learning a new language is an incredible hobby to take up. I've been practicing my French with Babbel and it's been such an effective, engaging way to learn. I took French in high school and college, but I got a little rusty and I wanted to brush up before visiting France earlier this year. And I've been hooked on Babbel ever since because it's helped so much. And you too can make amazing progress with your language learning through Babbel. And that's because Babbel actually works. So instead of paying hundreds of dollars for private classes or playing on apps that are basically glorified games, you can take Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons that are designed by over 150 language experts to help you start speaking a new language as soon as three weeks from now. Babbel is designed by real people for real conversations, and their methods for learning a new language are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, so you're learning things you would actually say, and delivered with conversation-based teaching. Plus, Babbel's speech recognition technology helps you to improve your pronunciation and accent. It's no wonder why Babbel has sold over 10 million subscriptions, because it's real learning for real conversations. And they're offering a special limited time deal for our listeners to get you started right now. So you can get 55% off your Babbel subscription only for our listeners at babbel.com slash balanced. Get up to 55% off at babbel.com slash balanced, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash balanced. Rules and restrictions may apply. So it's time to start implementing those steady steps that we talked about in step two. But remember, we're not forcing ourselves into routines that no longer serve us. We are meeting ourselves where we're at. And from my experience, this can look two different ways. The first way is it can either be 
modifying or creating a new routine, new routine altogether that serves us with where we currently are. Or number two, if we're not ready for a whole new routine, it could be just adding one small step or one small action to our day that can compound and help us get back on track to get where we want to get. So let's talk a little bit more about some examples of what either of those options could look like. So for option one, which is maybe modifying or building a new routine, I myself am in this place. Personally, I've had a lot going on. My stress levels have been really high. For the past few weeks, my usual morning routine of like waking up at five, going straight to the gym, like that's just not working for where I'm currently at. My body is just needing a little bit more rest. It's needing a little bit more recovery. And I just haven't physically been able to do that. And so for a little while, I was just kind of not doing anything. I was kind of waking up late. I would get up and I would get on my phone and I would start scrolling. And I, we know that that's not good for us. And so I was like, okay, if I can't go all in on my old routine, how can I modify and create a new routine that better suits where I'm at now? So instead of waking up at like 4.30 or 5 and immediately going to the gym for an hour and doing a harder workout, I'm sleeping in a little bit later, maybe until like 6.30 or 7. And instead of going to the gym for an hour, I'll hop on Aloe Moves and I'll take like a 20 to 30 minute yoga class at home that's really gentle that I can just kind of breathe and be on my mat and move my body in really gentle ways and get my heart rate down. And that version of my morning routine is serving me currently in this moment so much more than that other version. And sure, I could beat myself up over the fact that I'm not waking up at five and that I'm not probably making the gains that I was once making and doing all of that. Or I could honor where I'm currently at and I can make the routine that I'm doing now fit where I'm at to reach my broader goal. Because my broader goal is to move and to have a healthy body. And sometimes that means being able to take it a little bit easier. Now that's an example of modifying a routine, but another way that that could look could be building a new routine. I talk a lot about mornings because morning routines can be really powerful, but they can also be really hard for people to wake up super early in the morning. So if you find that you're having a really hard time waking up early in the morning, maybe instead of forcing yourself into a specific morning routine, that's an invitation to build a really juicy, amazing evening routine because good morning routines actually start in the evening. Waking up early is a lot easier when you're actually well rested. So if the mornings are not resonating and you're finding yourself just unable to do it, then maybe that means you show yourself a little more TLC at night. You focus a little bit more on winding down and resting at night to set yourself up for success early in the morning. But that's a modification of a routine that's going to better serve you where you're at. Now, let's walk through an option for example two. Remember, number two was, okay, I can't even build out a whole routine right now. Let me just add like one small action that's going to help propel me forward. Doing one small thing each day that's going to compound. So this is not a whole routine overhaul. It's just a small step that you can take to move you closer to that feeling that you're prioritizing. So we can go back to the example that we used way earlier at the beginning of the episode. Let's say someone is working a lot and they have long hours, super stressful, and their healthy eating has just kind of not been what it is. They're doing a lot of takeout, relying on prepared foods, and they're just not feeling great, but they don't have the capacity to be shopping and prepping elaborate healthy meals. Maybe one small step you can take 
that's one small action that can compound is to take like 10 minutes to just prep a healthy snack for yourself. So maybe your meals, you're still you're still doing a little DoorDash princess, that's okay. But maybe you have like one healthy snack in the fridge that you can grab. Like you have some carrots and hummus ready to go or you boil some eggs, takes like 10 minutes, have those like ready to go and grab so that even if your meals aren't the healthiest or not the most ideal, you know that like you have that snack that's going to be nourishing and going to still take you one step closer to that healthy eating goal that you have. And then when work slows down and you have a little bit more time and energy and resources to make your meals a little bit healthier, great, you can do that. But starting with a snack that's not going to take a lot of time, energy or money to prep, right? Just having like an apple and string cheese ready or carrots and hummus ready or boiled eggs and like some veggies ready that you can just grab and go is going to make such a difference in how you feel and help you move closer to your goals, but isn't going to be so overwhelming because you're, again, meeting yourself where you're at. So what is one small addition you can make that's going to help you kind of veer back on track even if you're unable to do a full routine modification or overhaul? And it can be small, like no change is too small if it's moving you in the right direction. So to recap, the action you'll want to take to get back on track is to either modify your current routine or create a new routine that's going to work better for you and where you are, or two, to add a super small, tiny action per day that will compound and help you meet your goals. Okay, so that's what taking action looks like. Let's recap the whole thing one more time. If you've gotten off track and you're trying to get back on the specific steps that you need to take to get back on track, again, number one, understand what it is that got you off track. When you understand what happened, you can identify the needs that need to be met and you can find a way to start working back towards your goals, meeting yourself where you are. Number two, you're revisiting your goals to make sure that they're still aligned. You're going to like put some goals that don't resonate with you right now on the back burner and you're going to prioritize what's most important for you based on how you want to feel. And again, step three, in order to take action to move towards how you want to feel, you're either going to modify or adjust your routines to better meet yourself where you're at. Or if you can't do that, you're going to take one tiny step, one small action each day that can compound that's going to help you slowly get back on track. But again, that small step can turn into a big step when done consistently. So don't underestimate the power of small steps. And that, my friend, is how we're going to get back on track after falling off, myself included. (laughs) I hope you enjoyed this episode and I hope that it was helpful for you. Head to the show notes to subscribe to the podcast. Check us out on YouTube because I'm new. I'm trying out YouTube. I'm a new I'm a new YouTube girly, so I would love and appreciate your support there. Make sure you subscribe to Balanced Black Girl, Apple, Spotify, YouTube, wherever you like. I really appreciate your support. In the show notes, you can find more information about today's episodes as well as the amazing discount codes from our dope sponsors who are hooking you up. And it also really helps the show, helps me keep it free and helps me bring amazing content to you. So next week, I will be back here talking about the specific rituals that we can use to get out of a rut and level up. So I will see you next week.